This is the Lightning Junkies Podcast with your host, Chaz Kryptosin. On this electrifying episode of the podcast, we have Zach from Cryptode. Cryptode is a catalog of lightning apps that includes BitAlarm, XLM for LN, Sats for Likes, and others. We talk about Zach's various apps as well as developing on lightning and much more. Before we get to this episode of the podcast that gives you your Bitcoin lightning fix, I wanted to remind you about my crowdfunding campaign. Go to crowdfund.lightningjunkies.net if you want to chip in Bitcoin or Bitcoin over the Lightning Network. You can also tip me on tipping.me, BottlePay, and LNCast. Those links are in the show notes. All that being said, let's go ahead and jump into the 14th episode of the Lightning Junkies Podcast. Go ahead and welcome Zach to the Lightning Junkies podcast. How are you doing tonight, Zach? I'm, I'm doing all right. Thanks. Happy to be here. Uh, fantastic. All right. Uh, let's go ahead and jump into your background. I would love to kind of know how you, uh, even before uh, got into Bitcoin, you know, what's your general background? Uh, right. So, well, I've been, um, I've been a network engineer for about now 12, 13 years. So that's my background. I'm, uh, I studied electrical and electronics engineering. And I worked uh, for a large, let's say, network communications company for uh, for during my career, and I still do. So yeah, got it. And how exactly did you end up falling into Bitcoin? Well, I think it was around uh, yeah, end of 2012, 2013. I uh, I read this article in a in a Turkish newspaper which is uh, where I lived at the time. And uh, I was really fascinated. And I'm always looking for um, you know, new things and I'm sort of uh, you know, what they call early adapter. So I, I always look for this kind of you know, interesting things. And I read about it. And the more I read, of course, the more I got pulled in. And I just sort of you know, jumped on it. And I said, Let's, you know, I'll, I'll just buy some and then I'll start reading. I'll start researching it. And I guess uh, that's, yeah, that's how I got started. Okay. Was there anything in particular that pulled you in? Well, yeah. It's just there were so many questions that, you know, I, I was wondering as like, how, how does it work? Why does it work? You know, where did it come from? And because you have all these, you know, your your preconceived notions about money and, and how things work. And at that time, I was basically just traveling the world and, you know, going from project to project. And, and, you know, I was mainly doing it for money, right? So, and then you realize that, oh, this, all this money that I'm after, it's actually, it's not what I think it is. And it's completely something else. So, yeah, you start thinking about it and you start reading about it. And, and then I actually uh, bumped into that um, little price spike during that time, I think 2013. And then that's that's where it really hit me that okay there's a there's a I mean financial opportunity here and then there's a huge trove of technical information here interesting things so yeah I kept I mean ever since then I kept reading okay and would you say that the economic side was more interesting or was it more of the technology side that gripped you or was it both yeah it's definitely a technology for me because i mean i didn't know i even right now i don't know a lot about economy or i ever since then actually i can say i read more about um, economy and and the philosophy of things because that's that part was where i was lacking or where i didn't have any idea about it 
but but uh, the originally I got hooked on the technological side and you know this cryptography because in in my daily work right I used to um, I mean I work with you know general um, public cryptography and you know the, like all these HTTPS and 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 VPNs you know all of these things that I use daily in my in my day to day work and to have the, uh, to see them you know apply to to money and and uh, in, a, in an interesting fashion it was it was totally new for me and yeah fascinating all right so i think a lot of people would probably know you best from your different lightning apps but before we get into all that did you develop any kind of bitcoin app or did you mess around with any of that stuff at all i did not i i developed um i think even before that so in maybe 2011 or uh, or so i i developed a bunch of android apps but not related to anything just like regular you know some app that you could find nearby um, taxi stations, for example, stuff like that. So just random apps that, and I did that, of course, you know, on my on my own time as a, as a hobby, just to see how it works, type of thing. So I did that. But regarding no, no Bitcoin, uh, I didn't really develop any websites or apps um, until Lightning came along, and I realized, okay, this is this is really interesting stuff. Okay, so. How did things look when Lightning came into the picture? Did you jump in right away or did it take you a minute to get into that uh, portion of it all? Uh, I think I saw, uh, maybe it was um, Async. I don't know if I say that right, but um, yeah, Async's um, Strike API, which, you know, they, they basically had just, just an API that you could call and you could just, I, I was always on testnet. I just, uh, I think, you know, with the, with the first, very first implementations came out, like very beta, I I figured, you know, I, I, so, I feel like I sort of missed the Bitcoin boat with, the, you know, developing on Bitcoin. I missed that. And I, I, I watched it, you know, I, I sort of heard about it. I read about it, but I didn't develop anything. And when I first saw that Lightning implementations were coming out and all these, you know, cool new proof of concept things were popping up with with strike from async and and lnd and and the, the, the very very first release i figured you know i i should get on this and i should you know see how it works try to develop something uh, so yeah uh, that's that's where i sort of jumped in and and again you know my background is not you know web development or, or app developments this is just things that i do um, as a hobby um, but it's been, you know, it's been a lot of fun and, and, and the um, reactions have been great as well. So, yeah, I, I enjoy doing this on like pretty much in all my spare time. <laughs> I work on this kind of stuff. OK, so the overall umbrella name for all of these projects, if I'm correct, is called Cryptode. Is that right? That's right. Yeah, Cryptode. And and I, I'll tell you about uh, why it's called crypto because I think it's I I uh, recently took um, a look at like when I when I st- I don't even remember when I started doing these things end of uh, 2018 or maybe uh, like um, September or October 2000 I, I don't remember exactly I just figured you know the the best way to for me to develop something as a proof of concept would be you know I'll just come up with um you know um, point of sale app. Right. So I figured, you know, I'll, I'll develop a point of sale app and I'll try to pitch it to, um, you know, local businesses where I live and I'll try to, you know, explain to them how how cool Lightning is and how cool Bitcoin is and they should use it and they should accept payments with it. And of course, you know, you this is naive. I understand that. But it's that's sort of what I was thinking at the time. 
and it's crypto it means um pay with crypto so it's crypto i mean uh i didn't even put you know, obviously too much thought into it so i just call it you know crypto which means you know pay in crypto but yeah that's that's why i have that domain and i figured you know i'll just keep it because usually what happens uh, i think this will be familiar to you know other web devs or app devs uh, i guess it's that you just buy a domain for each of your projects and you never ever launch them uh, you just have the domain and you have a silly landing website and and you leave it at that but yeah, for me, at least I figured, you know, I tried with, I actually developed that site, by the way, and I developed an Android app that you could, um, it was fully custodial, obviously, uh, that you could um, like enter um, products into the app. And then you could like take a picture of whatever you have, like, you know, nearby, you have a cup and you will take a picture of the cup. It's like um, a let go. I, I think that's familiar to most people or, or eBay. So you take a picture of the app and you put the price in, you know, however many dollars it would convert automatically. And then you would post post it to the app. So there would be like an online marketplace on Lightning, right? So that, that was the very first app I developed and it was called Crypto. So, yeah. Awesome. Uh, I appreciate you letting me know about that. So under the uh, Crypto catalog of apps, you've done quite a few I think some of the ones that people might be more aware of is the one where you're you're dumping lumens for sats. How about you share what that one's about? Yeah, so that's um, that's called XLM to LN. So I I uh, remember yeah, um, Keybase, right? So everyone knows this already, but um, Keybase was doing a, was supposed to do a um, airdrop. They called it Space Drop because it's you know stellar lumens. And uh, the the Stellar Foundation is apparently just dumping like hundred million dollars to all Keybase users. And the thing about this, they call it space crypto space. So you know, um, double quotes is that it's all these great things that are happening on Bitcoin and Lightning. They're sort of you know very uh, small sized operations that are very efficient and very with realistic goals that actually deliver deliver value and we have all these cool things and then on the other side of the medallion we call it right so all these you know uh, shit coins and and related things have huge amount of funding huge amount of money to throw away they don't know what to do with it they they throw huge conferences on all these things and similarly with this space drop obviously they they are funded somehow by a lot of people a lot of people and they are just you know they want to give this money away and and i i spent a huge amount of my personal time thinking about how to onboard people to lightning and bitcoin and how to spread this awesome thing that we have cool opportunity at this point in history right to to do the to do these things of course there are really great companies and great fundings and, and it's growing and it's it's getting better for for people that are actually working on these things professionally i get that to summarize uh, so i heard that they were doing this huge uh, um, airdrop and i figured this is the best way to onboard people that you know they they can just get rid of their shit coins and they can get on to lightning and you know we can we can do this thing uh, got it just to clarify, you know, it might be kind of obvious from the name, but, you know, it's just a way for users to dump, you know, their lumens they might get from Keybase, you know, getting Bitcoin on the Lightning Network. I'm assuming you're doing this more manually on the uh, back end? Sort of manual, yeah. Sort of 
manual because yeah, I've, I've been uh, I, I've been burnt, burnt before, right? So <laughs> I have all these apps, but the point the, the problem is I don't have such a you know web development background, so I'm sort of relaxed on the security side of things. So I just sort of you know put it together in my spare time, and I just bring all my apps uh, live. And then I worry about them later. So what I do is I I, I try to keep very um, very low liquidity on my uh, hot wallet, so I I run out pretty quick. But other than that, it's of course it's uh, you know automated. So as soon as you dump your um, you 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 decide how many um, lumens you want to dump, and you enter the amounts, and then you hit exchange, and then um, you 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 uh, you well you also enter your uh, lightning invoice. And then, um, as soon as you send the lumens, my backend tracks the um, you know Stellar blockchain for that payment with that specific memo, and then it will pay the Lightning invoice automatically. So that's that's sort of how it works. But I run out of liquidity, so I sort of top up my hot wallets every once in a while. And if there's a problem, you know, people contact me and I, I, I take care of it manually. Do you think, you know, this app and maybe any of the other apps generate enough for you to have like beer money or is it more than that? Uh, it It's not more than that. I can tell you definitely. It's, it's I, as I call it on my website, uh, crypto.com. I, that, that was the thing that I came up with and I, some people noticed it and I, I think it's cool that they noticed it. I, I call it um, the, the headline on my website is just building things with lightning for fun and micro profit so it's very small amount of profit that i make but it's basically it doesn't even cover my time of course you know if if i wanted to do it professionally but yeah it's fun for me and i do i do some i do stack some sets on the side which is kind of nice yeah okay let's go ahead and talk about a couple of the other apps here that are pretty interesting one that i think might be pretty recognizable is a uh, bit alarm do you want to tell the listeners about that one oh yeah bit alarm so bit alarm is an android app this uh, the idea actually belongs to it's it's from twitter so somebody um somebody said you know, if you could find the in incentivized way to so so that I don't snooze my alarm right in the morning when I when I try to wake up, and I figured yes, you know, lightning fixes this, or at least it can be built with lightning. So I built this uh, app, uh, Android app, that is basically an alarm clock. But what you do is you sort of you know stake some um, some satoshis into the wallet, and you say you know I will uh, if I if I snooze let's say two minutes and I will donate one Satoshi per second to my favorite charity, right? So you can, you can type in Tor project and into the app and you can set one Satoshi per second. And if you, and in the morning, if you snooze, it will start counting and it will count until you close the alarm, you know, shut the alarm and wake up. And the amount that's, uh, you know, gathered in there, let's say, you know, 120 Satoshis or thousand Satoshis is donated automatically um, via Tor Project's Bottle Wallet, right? So Bottle, it's, it uses Bottle.li API. So yeah, that's a sort of incentivized um, way to, you know, not snooze and, and wake up. Uh, otherwise, you donate your Satoshis. So yeah. That's the app. Okay. And if I'm correct, the previous app that we mentioned, XLM2LN, also has a bottle pay integration with your API. Is that right? Yes, that is correct. And and, and there's a reason for that. That's sort of a nice coincidence, right? So at the, the first month that this happened now, um, yeah, we're at, we did November. And, and before that, they, they did two months ago, September 15th, they dropped. Uh, some 300 or I don't know something uh, lumens to everyone and I had not a lot but some issues with uh, people uh, having 
problems with uh, liquidity um, for Lightning, right? Because the people are just being onboarded and they don't know if you know they should open a channel and they need to actually send some balance uh, so that they have available incoming liquidity. And that's not obvious to some people, which is you know sort of the challenges of Lightning. But yeah, so they had this problem, and I figured you know I'll just use one of these custodial services. I contacted Tipinme developer, which is you know, he's a really nice guy, and we've been in touch, and then Bottle as well. So I figured you know I'll just put um, integration with Bottle that people can just click, just pull their invoice from their social wallet immediately, and they can just withdraw there. Right, so that would make it easier. They they don't have to worry about it if they're not familiar with Lightning or if they don't have an incoming capacity. So they can just one click and they can get the invoice from Bottle and it will be paid automatically. Right, so that sort of uh, makes it easier for for everyone. Quick little sideline here. What's your general opinion of Bottle Pay? Bottle Pay, I think they're doing good work. So I I mean, you know, it's sort of I think in 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 Bitcoin we're always cautious and we should be. We're always sort of well, I, I can speak for myself, I guess. Um, we're always, you know, thinking adversarial or we try to think and, and and we should and that's the right approach. But when I see a project that uh have, you know, clear goals, clear approach and their approach currently and is that, you know, we're Bitcoin only and we're trying to make simple tools to onboard the masses, right? So they're talking about, you know, their target is, I mean, I mean, maybe you can, you know, have, have an episode with them and discuss in detail, but their, their, their target is like you know, onboarding 1 billion people over the next some five years, some year, right? So this is, this is, a, this is a nice goal. And this, I think, is a worthy goal. And, and they seem like uh, they're focused and they built a really high quality product that people use and they're a very active community. So that's sort of my honest opinion is that if they do good work and if they're, they're Bitcoin focused, Bitcoin only, then I have no reason to, you know, think anything bad about them. That's that's my approach. Absolutely. Yeah, I, I had the opportunity to meet Pete and Pete at the Lightning uh, conference, mm. you know, had some pretty good conversations with them. And yeah, they're, you know, very pragmatic and, you know, very understanding of the Bitcoin ethos. And I think they're making a pretty good uh, product for, for what it is, given, you know, it's its nature. Let's go ahead and get back into the different apps you have to offer on uh, Cryptode. Another app that I've, I've used once or twice is uh, Sats for Likes. Do you want to let the listeners know about that one? Yes. So that's that's pretty much the most favorite or more most popular app that I have. And that um, Sats for like, Likes is, uh, is, a, is a website that you can sort of post your tweet link, right? And, and you can offer people some sats in return of a like, a tweet, or, or a follow to your account. I've expanded it since to include, you know, YouTube videos or, or, or random link tasks. But, but the, the original idea was that you can get real likes and real followers for your social media. Right, so that was that was the approach, and and it works because well, it's it's custodial. Unfortunately, hopefully, you know, I can in the future I can find a better approach to make it non-custodial. But you basically load, you create a task, and you load some sets, and you say, you know, I'll I'll pay one hundred sets for every like on my on my tweets. So you get exposure, you get you know likes on your tweets, and and. And you pay people for that, and people can withdraw that immediately to their Lightning wallets. So yeah, that's that's the sats for likes. And and I'll 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 mention one more uh, interesting thing. Someone actually uh, bought 
the domain satsforlikes.com and with, with the number four and the word four, so satsforlikes.com uh, and, and just gave it to me. I, I didn't buy it, but yeah, now satsforlikes.com actually uh, redirects to, you know, crypto.com slash satsforlikes. So yeah, that was pretty cool. Uh, that's nice of that person to randomly do that. <laughs> yeah. So I've definitely used satsforlikes. I, I want to like it more, to be honest, but I feel like it's... It's very easy to game it on some level. Like, for example, I, I found myself, you know, retweeting something, getting the sats, and then unretweeting it. Like, I know that's kind of a dick move. I'll, you know, cop to that. But, I mean, I feel like that's very common of what, you know, when, when I would pay into the system and try to have someone retweet one of my tweets or something, a lot of people would do the same thing. Maybe this is a bigger conversation about making a less gameable app, but uh, do you have any thoughts on you know just the state of the app and you know how those things might be less than optimal? That's that's absolutely correct, and that's a, that's a very you know bright way to phrase it, and and I guess you know of course you know this is sort of uh, again a proof of concept that showcases that you can pay people immediately and withdraw from lightning immediately and and obviously you know you cannot find any real way to block people from unliking a tweet or un, un retweeting a tweet so yeah i i don't i don't honestly find uh any way to stop that anytime soon but i can say again which is you know our our go-to um, f- um answer let's say that you know market prices that right so now uh, i i always thought that this app would be like higher number of sats for you know likes or at least like a follow should be maybe a higher number you know like a thousand sats or ten thousand sats or something like that right i mean these are of course 10 cents and we're talking about one dollar but in in terms of i always you know i think in terms of sats but anyway what i'm trying to say is that uh it's it's cheaper right so people sort of you know give that money and sort of forget and and the, the strange thing is uh, in the tests that i've made and i've a- asked some people about their stats about the engagement they get when they post a tweet on sats for likes it's actually not that bad i mean the, when, when you compare the um investment you make versus what you get out of it so your your reach right because twitter shows you these uh, analytics and and shows you what what the um, view count for for a tweet is right so um when i compare that you know compared to twitter's own advertising platform it's it's like 100 to 1 so it's actually quite efficient way to gain exposure and and reach more people but yeah like you said i mean you, they people can always you know take their actions back on on the twitter platform or youtube or or whatever and and i don't see any you know realistic way to stop that anytime soon but um of course by the way you know i'm always open to any ideas or you know to to improve this or make it better obviously all right absolutely okay i want to go ahead and move on here to like uh, another app i think it's actually not a uh, active anymore there was an app called balnar or something i'm not sure how to say it out loud uh, <laughs> yeah that's bal and yeah that's that's balancer right so it's just a short way to you know say balancer because i thought balancer was too long i don't know what i was thinking at the time but yeah it was um it was an app that you could it was a custodial way to balance your lightning channels 
right? So you would you would basically send me uh, this is of course automated by my node at the time, but you would you would uh, send me some satoshis from one of your um, from from one of your full channels, and then you would give me the specific um, channel ID that you would like balanced, and my node will try to find a route that includes. Uh, you know that 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 sort of takes it from your side of the channel, and it would try to find a route that goes into that specific channel that you want. So this way, you know, when people come uh, come online and they have these full channels with no liquidity on the incoming side, so they can just sort of pay an invoice and open up incoming liquidity, right? So that was the um, target for that. But then now, of course, you know, we're at a very better state uh, for these types of tools. Now we have you know we have submarine swaps you can you can loop out now and and then um we have really cool wallet developers working on great tools um like blw has this algorithm sort of circularly balances your channels and then sends a payment so i mean yeah there, there are a lot of tools that people are developing so i figured you know that's too much of a hassle for me to maintain and it was custodial and it was large amounts too and i don't feel comfortable with you know handling large amounts custodially anyway so i sort of shut that down got it so do you think that the balancing channels portion of being responsible for a routing node is kind of done and easy at this moment or is it still like very difficult to kind of figure out on the fly uh you mean to actually own and operate a routing node i i do think it's a lot of work and and i i i actually because uh, as i've said my background is in network engineering right so i i actually you know design ip networks as as, as my as my profession so i think routing part is very interesting and I do think routing, uh, maintaining routing nodes is a lot of work. And then when you add in the complexity of maintaining channel balances, it's I think it's like a, you know you should you should spend time on it and you should follow all these tools. You know, um, Alex Bosworth, um, you know, has he has some tools um, for for channel balancing. And then I remember using some um, Python scripts to um, try to balance my channels. Um, on, on sea lightning uh, so yeah it's, it's a lot of things that you need to stay on top of and now um, lmb is using some different uh, methods right to um, set the um, fees on on, uh, on his channels differently right so if it's on balance you can you can set a, you can set a, a lower fee or if it's you know well balanced you can set a higher fee so there are a lot of approaches to to this and people are experimenting and and it's great but but I definitely think it's it's not um, you know straight, it's not like plug plug your you know plug in your lightning node and just let it sit there and then you know I see people complaining on Reddit or social media that oh I'm not routing any any payments well because you know you're not maintaining your channels and you're not working on being a better you know routing node and you're you're not making sure all the all your channels are balanced so th- this is all this is all um, very hard work and and uh, I see more and more. Uh, that people are uh, people's approach is like this will be a like a professional thing to to be a routing node and a popular routing node that you know doesn't fail your payments that somehow finds a way to deliver your payments i i do think in 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 this way and i think this will be the future of lightning right so we'll have these professional routing nodes that are very cool and very you know they'll have um, liquidity and they'll have good routes and yeah okay so 
I just wanted to take a quick step back here. So we've talked about a handful of, you know, the apps that you developed for Lightning. Do you want to maybe share some of the challenges in developing uh, with Lightning in general and just kind of give us a picture of what you had to go through? Well, at first, when I when I first started, uh, yeah, this was last year. Um, again, I mean, I there, there was Strike and it had an API at some point, but I also wanted to use my own node, right? So, uh, well, the first part is, as we discussed earlier, which is, you know, the, the, the problem with maintaining uh, liquidity and, and balancing your node. So if you're using your own node, then you also need to make sure you have all these things set up, right? So that's the first part. And then uh, for me, you know, as a, as a, you know, amateur developer, I would say um, that, you know, I, I had to develop the, develop these APIs and endpoints on my own. And, and I, I sort of made it from ground, um, you know, ground up and and that's I, I was just learning so i guess that might be for me at that point now you have you know you have um, a number of payment processors uh, like you know open node or, or uh, you know, other ones and and you can deploy a btc pay server and you can have your you know own api there so it's the, the tools are actually a lot better at this stage and then um, the I think the most important thing that I overlooked, and I think some people also might overlook, uh, especially if they don't have, you know, really you know, cybersecurity or you know, web development background, is uh, yeah, again, security, right? So uh, these things. Uh, I mean, like, I'm not talking about, by the way, uh, Lightning security. This is more of an, a web app development security. So this is basically when, when you have an app that is a hot wallet sitting there and it's it's a bunch of money and people know that there's money in there they will find a way to you know tweak things and they'll find a way to poke your apis and poke your um, web apps or or android apps of course or any mobile apps that they'll they'll try to find a way uh to you know find that hole and to to get that money so that that's sort of i think one of the main things for uh for people to consider and and what i had the most issues with uh, other than that the tooling has gotten uh, a lot better like i said you know you have plug uh, you know plug and just develop uh, payment processors now but but yeah sort of uh, i would i would say the security part of it is the most interesting and 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 most important and perhaps most overlooked things and and i um for example um there's i think uh, i don't know his name but uh, igor from i think blue wallet uh, he had this um presentation in lnconf maybe you've seen it already i haven't been there but i i read the, all the presentations that that you know he he mentions uh, this bunch of things that that people should pay attention to when developing yeah apps on lightning right so i think that's that's worthy of uh, consideration absolutely so were there any other challenges that you would lay out there well i wouldn't i wouldn't say it's a lot harder or anything but i would definitely say that you know you need to consider more things and and you need to consider them with uh, sort of like a you know hacker's eye or i, I don't know your adversarial place so you you need to look at things or or how can people take advantage of this i know they will so how would they do that and and you need to do that a lot and you need to do that constantly so you need to have that you know very um just conspiracy type of thinking about you if if you're developing i mean other than that because of course if if you just develop a you know random android app that you know it's maybe 
I don't know, like a tool or, or a social media thing. I don't think anyone would ever care, except maybe if you're handling some personal information, then you would be an attack you know, target. But with Lightning, every time you're developing Lightning, if it's custodial, of course, if you're not doing custodial, that's great, and you should do non-custodial. But if you're doing custodial development and you have hot wallets, which is the case for you know uh, lots of apps uh, that, that people are developing, then, then yeah, you need to have that really uh, a lot of thought process should go into it, and you should consider all angles, and you should be sort of you know on your toes about about security. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, so we talked about some you know challenges about developing on Lightning. Were there any upsides about developing on Lightning? Things that were just very easy and just very straightforward for you? Well, I can I can mention for example my um I think it was it was my um, maybe second app uh, this Alan Hunt right so this it's Duck Hunt game with lightning basically so i mean i guess this this was also very popular and people really liked it and a lot of people played it and of course it's because you know it's it's such a classic arcade game right so people people like that kind of stuff and and i like it too i I, you know i i still play it but um i sort of realized that uh i mean this is again i i keep repeating myself maybe just to you know get defensive but you know it's i'm not like a you know game developer or i'm not sort of some sort of you know ex- uh, experienced or you know talented developer so i just i look at uh, i started looking at games that are like well you can just put lightning on this right so it would make it a lot you know better or at least a lot more fun or it would make it a lot more challenging, right? And and when I first uh, I saw this, you know, I was just looking at you know sort of um, arcade games, right? Because they're old and they're familiar, and and you like playing them, and you actually you're familiar with you know putting a coin in a machine and then playing that game, right? So this is sort of at least that's how my childhood was, childhood was, and um, so yeah, I I figured you can just pretty much take uh, you know any open source available. Uh, easy to clone uh, arcade game and and put lightning on it which it will just be a, you know put coins in to play sort of game so i did that and and it turned out really popular and people really liked it and i since you know i uh, actually talked to a bunch of people about uh they when people want to develop on lightning and they they want to say you know they they come up to me on, on twitter or uh, to say, you know, how how do you do it, and you know what can we do, and I just point them in this direction, right? I say, you know, just just go ahead and find something that you enjoy doing that would be, you know, much more fun or much more interesting, you know, with lightning, or sorry, with payments or with with small amounts of money. Then just put lightning on it, and like I said, since we have much better tooling now, right, with APIs and payment processors, and pretty much plug and just develop sort of. Um, libraries that you can just you know get started within 30 minutes then yeah do that and you know make it work and then when you see something like that working uh, it's it's very cool this is sort of why i do it and i originally had um on on uh, elan hunt until about i don't know i think a month ago uh you you actually would shoot the ducks and then you would get payments right so you would just put like 1000 satoshis and then you would shoot the ducks it would go as high as like 830 satoshis 830 and then you would withdraw it right i disabled it since because again someone found the hole in it and they abused the system to you know um sort of try to empty my wallet again so i disabled withdrawal on that one 
but um, but yeah, for for what it's worth, for you know when it when it worked as it, as as it was designed to, it was a lot of fun. So I've definitely seen several you know bigger name projects you know do the games and sats kind of mixed together thing. One that comes to mind is the one from Satoshi Games, and they had their kind of Fortnite clone, but with, with sats in it, etc. Do you think that there's a you know some sizable market for this type of thing of being able to spend and possibly earn sats through playing games? I, I absolutely do. Yeah, I absolutely do. And yeah, Satoshi's games, I, I play it a lot. And I've actually, you know, I've, I've been in touch with, with those guys as well. They're really nice guys and they're really hardworking and they put a really great platform already. So they've sort of proven themselves. And now they have an even bigger goal, which is, yeah, Light Knight. And I actually, uh, I bought the... Um, I pre-ordered that game as well. I'm proud to say, and I'm looking forward to playing it. And and I do think, and and the reason is that you know every time we have these conversations, I I mention my uh, my nephew. You know, he's is he's eight years old. I think he's yeah, he's eight years old, and all he does is just spend his time either playing Fortnite or watching Fortnite on YouTube. So gaming is a you know huge thing, and we all know it, and and it's very um you know it, it captures people and it's it's a lot of fun and it takes a lot of time and it's a huge industry and 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 you already have in-game currencies and there's no reason sats in games shouldn't be a thing i i i definitely think this is sort of the evolution of things where this is where things are going and 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 yeah i mean instead of some you know silly little in-game currency uh i think it should be sats and again it should not be some other random shit coin that's supposedly you know unique or uh you know um non-fungible or you know non non-repeatable no sats is uh, is what it should be or i mean that's that's my opinion anyway got it i think i would agree with that uh, tremendously i think it's time, time to go a little bit more broad on lightning here what do you see i mean we were kind of touching on you know the uh, the future of things you know what do you see as being the uh, future of lightning you know uh, how far are things are going to progress with bitcoin and lightning are we going to get really far with it is it just going to become a very niche thing what do you think well uh, for me i mean again since you know i've, I've been doing this like uh, like i said as a hobby for a short amount of time with you know just a random guy just working on it for fun and you can you can see you can you can do a lot of things with this and it actually turns out pretty well for the most part of course it's not ideal i wouldn't say you know it 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 does everything or it fixes everything bitcoin does fix a lot of things but but actually i think uh we uh, it it will get quite um, widespread use. That's that's sort of how I see it. Again, Bitcoin is such a small thing in in scheme of you know the whole economy or the whole world or, or the number of users or the number of people that are involved in it. It's still a very relatively sl- uh, small, and we, we we are aware of that. And Lightning is even smaller within the Bitcoin, right? So we are, we are very at the very beginning of this thing. But every time I I talk to other people. I realized that yes, there are um, certain you know venues that our lightning is a perfect fit and it should be there, and I cannot think of any reason why it wouldn't be there. I mean, for example, I I have this again, 
uh, I'll, I'll uh, you know mention my one of one of the smaller you know um, very proof of concept apps that I have this uh, brick break right so that's the reading paywalled articles with by paying LM by paying with Bitcoin right so I mean uh, right now we know that journalism is having problem and we know that these you know newspapers are having issues and we also know that you know um, paywalls don't work and we know subscriptions are messy you can you know you can get in but you cannot get out it's it's a, it's a big problem and the perfect solution is just sitting here the only problem is basically time we just need time and and as bitcoiners we have all the time in the world right i mean we are not in a hurry to do anything the simple things like this right so so many so many examples so many things that are in you know e-commerce or or online or just basically on it's if it's on the internet it can be done with lightning and bitcoin and it will be done is 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 how i see it and uh, so yeah i i think it will be a very widespread thing it won't be in a couple of years when i started this and i uh you know i was people were commenting it's like this is really cool that you're doing this this is nice to see that it works but this is really down the line. And I said, yeah, it is. And I still think that. I mean, after one year, and I still say that. it's. I know it's down the line. It's not, you know, tomorrow. It's not going to be all of a sudden people will not pay for their, you know, everything. Bitlining, but it's coming along, right? I mean, we didn't have all these popular apps, you know, uh, that we have now, like Fold app or, you know, right now when I go to shopping, I can just, you know, pull out my Lightning wallet and I can just buy the gift card and, you know, um, stack some sets and then I do my shopping and, and I can do that right now. I didn't, I wasn't able to do that before, like even, even some months ago. So yeah, uh, I think it's progressing. It's coming along and I think it solves a lot of things. It has great potential. It offers value. It's not just because it's cool. It's not just because I want it to succeed. It's because it actually adds value and it removes friction and and with with our protocol you know evolving um we, we will have the uh, amp we will have we can you know we'll have channel factories and in that at that point it you you won't have to think about these things and you won't have to you know work so hard to make it work so you'll just have your wallet and you'll pay for things and it will work and it will be pretty much all over the place that's sort of how I picture it. Got it. I just wanted to ask a, a quick side question here. So you've definitely mentioned to me that, you know, you have like a day job. So these lightning apps are a bit of a hobby at the moment. Under what circumstances would the lightning apps turn into your main your main gig? Well, <laughs> that's a that's an interesting question. And I, I sort of, yeah, I guess I asked myself that as well. Uh, but but like I said, you know, I, I actually like my job and, you know, I, I, I'm, I, like to think I'm good at it and I, I do it with a passion and I, I do this for passion as well but I guess if you know there comes a point where um, you know as, as I mean it's realistically as I think anyone would say right so if it becomes that I, I make enough to you know cover myself and my my family's um, expenses and and you know it becomes a thing that's bigger than I ever pictured, then yeah, I suppose I would consider um, doing this like full time or you know moving fully to this. But but I don't see that happening anytime soon because I know that if if we have such a um, marketplace where uh, I would be you know making this much money, 
then I know other much more talented developer will come in and do things a lot better and they'll make that money and I'll be happy using their very cool designed and you know very nicely architectured apps <laughs> I'll be happy about that understood there okay so would you kind of just generally if you had an open line to a bunch of general devs out there that maybe want to try something new do you think developing on lightning would be an interesting maybe first jump into bitcoin lightning crypto in general absolutely definitely definitely and i and i uh, you know i'm not one to hold grudges uh, i i can tell them to just leave your if if you worked on shit coins before that's fine just leave them in your past and just come to lightning and and you will see it's it's instant settlement it's incredible. We have great tools. You can you have the you know same payment processor, same API, same webhooks, anything you might need to develop. We already have tools and we have great, super helpful people in, in this community and very passionate people. I mean you should see the amount of work right now is going into things like LN URL, right? I mean, no one no one is not no one is funded here. No one is uh, being pushed or being paid. We don't have thousands of employees like certain, you know, shitcoin foundations. But but we have people that are passionately working away on Telegram groups that are just developing things, and and they do it because you know it's it's awesome, it's cool, and 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 it helps Bitcoin and it helps them, and and it protects their um, financial sovereignty. So so we have all these things, right? And and they can just come in and they can whatever idea they have they can just get started right away and they'll have a very cool distributed network of lightning nodes and they'll be able to you know transact and finalize their you know uh, transactions immediately on lightning and and uh, but yeah so that's and if if anyone doesn't uh, if anyone is looking for ideas i have about a thousand of them you know I, I never have enough time to get get to them so you know pretty much nothing is missing uh if you ask me of course i might be biased but if you ask me nothing is missing uh on on bitcoin and lightning it's there's a lot of cool things there there are meetups uh, i actually went to um uh, bitdevs here uh where i live uh last week uh, you know it's a very vibrant community and people are just very open to help um so so yeah just as long as you know you want to contribute you want to build something you want to make something and 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 make it work and see it work and see people use it come to lightning build on lightning build on bitcoin uh and and yeah you'll you'll enjoy i definitely agree with all that do you think that in the end the lightning will be the reason that Bitcoin scales, or do you think it's going to be Lightning and a bunch of other things? I'm pretty sure it will be a bunch of other things. I mean, uh, I'm, I'm not, you know, I, I I really like Lightning. I, I really enjoy working with it, and I, I enjoy using it. I think it's a delightful experience, in, in my view. But I, I'm also realistic that, um, like, uh, some of my views, like, uh, I, for, for example, I, I picture um, exchanges, Right, using Lightning, but but a lot of people come up with very um, very valid uh, arguments uh, against this, right? So, I mean, maybe exchanges don't want to keep you know hot Lightning wallets that you know just sends back and forth thousands of you know maintaining thousands of channels. That, that I mean that that might not be the case. That might not make financial or business 
sense. I, I get that. I understand that. And and I'm actually okay with, for example, Liquid or you know other you know side chains or they have state chains, drive chains. Again, I'm not clear on all these things because I haven't looked looked into them very carefully. But but I understand that there are other solutions that might be more suitable for for certain use cases. But uh, for, for the use case that uh, when, when people say, you know, instant settlement, micropayments, or, you know, everyday, you know, coffee payments, as, as they say. So these things are, you know, they're, they're already working on Lightning. They're already solved. But, but uh, regarding other use cases, uh, or for example, we'll talk about, you know, in maybe in two years time, we'll be talking about digital assets, right? Maybe we'll talk about RGP or even, you know, tokens on, on Liquid or or tokens on um, layer three on, on Bitcoin. So uh, yeah, I'm, I'm open to that and I'm, you know, I'll, I'll read about it as well and I'll, I'm sure I'll be fascinated. But, but yeah, lightning is not, you know, end, end, end everything and do everything. Okay. And I think, you know, to kind of wrap up in the last couple of minutes here, what do you see as being the ultimate Bitcoin future? Bitcoin and lightning become gigantic. They become used, you know, millions, if not billions of people, you know, what do you see within that world? You know, uh, do you have any kind of intuition there? Well, not intuition, I would say. I I, I don't consider myself very uh, yeah, intuitive, but but I would say the, the the sort of picture in my mind is more of a you know kind of cyberpunk you know future, right? So I mean, it's it could be sort of like. Um, I don't know, QR codes everywhere type of future, or it could be, um, you know, NFCs, or it could be some sort of tattoo chips. I don't know what it will be at that time. I do know that, you know, Bitcoin and Lightning, if, you know, if we are really, if we, if we really want to have uh, our, you know, future, let's say, I would say bright future, a better future, um, you know, in terms of uh, our, you know, economic freedom or you know so 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 we don't keep getting uh, debased or you know our 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 currencies and our wealth uh, inflated away if we actually want to see that future that's that's sort of how i picture it yes we will own our own keys and we will transact with each other and we will generate value and we will uh, we will share that value we will you know buy and sell things and it will be with with the with the money we own that with the money we run right more importantly and it won't be because we'll just pawn it off to some some guys and you know some guys in the room that we don't know they can do whatever they want with the value we create but but we will own our own future right so that's sort of what i picture and what i what i aspire to and of course maybe not for me because you know we'll we'll be gone very soon but but you know for our kids and for for generations to come i think bitcoin is sort of the the solution we have and you know that satoshi gave us and 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 it's sort of our responsibility to build on it to use it and and to pass it forward and you know get it ready for for the next challenges uh, in, in society that will that will surely come about anytime soon right so yeah so yeah i, I hope we're ready for that and i hope uh, that will be a bright future where we where we own our sort of destiny. I think I really like that. But I think for the, the final question, I would ask, what do you think would be the biggest roadblock between where we are now and that idealized future? Uh, sloth, right? <laughs> Laziness, I would say. I mean, people, path of least resistance, right? So people, people are lazy. People don't like hard things, me included. I mean, people, of course, I mean, that's sort of the natural order of things, right? So 
when when you know when you have something you 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 put it on the like you have a living thing on the floor it will go through the um, path of least resistance uh people are i'm hoping you know this is the uh, my my hoping uh, my hopeful part is that um hoping humans are different humans are will will overcome this laziness and sloth and and oh i'll just you know pawn this off to some other guy and i'll i'll choose the easy way uh, i i hope that we will uh move past this and i hope that we will be better uh, that we will take our own destiny into our own hands and with our own money and with our own value and and we will live that life instead uh, of a really really dark future with where you know everything and everyone is controlled and you know this dystopian thing that we are sort of seeing previews of it at the moment but yeah if we don't you know take uh, matters into our own hands then i think it will be either very bad uh, or you know much much worse so that's that's the only roadblock otherwise we have the tools right so this, we have this great tool of freedom and and just we just need to use it and 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 have it but yeah, that's I think slot is one. Greed is number two, which is explained by shitcoins, but slot is number one, I think. Nicely said. I think I agree with that tremendously. So that's a great way to, to end the podcast there. Do you want to go ahead and let the listeners know how they can find you on the internet and on Twitter and all the good stuff? Yes. So you can find me on Twitter. Um, it's uh, Chitlake, but it's spelled like C-I-T-L-A-Y-I-K. So Chitlake uh, at Twitter. And then um, you can find me on well, crypto.com is my website. I have a bunch of services there. Check them out. And if you have any feedback, uh, let me know. Uh, I'm on Telegram as uh, Pseudozac. So you can add me or you know, ping me there. Uh, other than that, yeah, I'm, I'm quite easy to find. Yeah. All right, perfect. I really appreciate you joining me on the Lightning Junkies podcast, Zach. Thank you. Thanks for having me, Chess. Boom. Episode complete. That is another episode of the Lightning Junkies podcast completed and served up to you. Hopefully you learned something. Hopefully you took away something from this particular podcast. If you did, I would not mind if you chipped in Bitcoin or Bitcoin over Lightning to my crowdfunding campaign. You can find that at crowdfund.lightningjunkies.net. You can also tip me on tipping.me, BottlePay, and LNCast. Those links are in the show notes. If you are unable to support this show financially, you can also support the show in other ways. Those ways include subscribing to the show, leaving a review, sharing this post about this podcast on social media, telling some of your shitcoin friends about the podcast would also count as well. In the meantime, I think I'm going to end the show right there, but just keep in mind that I'll see you on the lightning next.